Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of the IMAs podcast. I'm your host, Marco Macente, and I'm so excited to bring this new episode to all of you. This is a special episode as our stop today is South Africa with a special guest, Cory Furi. Cory has been working as an executive assistant for more than 15 years and he is currently serving as a national chairman of IMA South Africa. At the moment, he works for Fresenius Cabi South Africa, an international pharmaceutical company, as executive assistant to the managing director and to the director of finance. He played a pivotal role in the foundation of IMA South Africa as he's going to share with us the entire journey he made with the association from its foundation in 2018 until now and even given to us a future perspective of IMA South Africa as an unique and international event is going to be organized in Cape Town in 2023. He is the current liaison between IMA Europe and IMA Africa as in 2018, IMA South Africa was the first national group founded outside of the European borders. I'm so excited to have Corey as a guest in my podcast and I'm sure that all of you will treasure this episode as we are going to make a new milestone in the IMA history with his insights and perspectives. Please. Enjoy our conversation. Hi, Cory. Hello and good morning. Welcome to the IMAs podcast. How are you? Good morning, Marco. Um, I'm doing fine. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. And yes, looking forward to, to this uh, interaction. Yeah, definitely. I'm so excited to, uh, to have you here. And um, so I already shared with the audience a little bit about your experience, a little bit about your history. But please uh, um, tell us about you and, uh, and about your role in IMA. What are the things that you remember most? I'm currently serving as the national chair and founding member slash director of IMA South Africa. In 2014, and although I've been a member of all the national groups in South Africa, of which there are four, I had the need to join an international network. Following an intensive search I came across, which was then EHUMA, and after an invitation to speak in the Netherlands uh, at a conference that was hosted by the national group, I then realized that this is the network that I wanted to join. I really remember, and my first international conference was an eye-opener, which was held in Paris during the 40th anniversary of, um, which was then Iyuma. I remember the night um, during the gala dinner where the 40th anniversary was celebrated, I had a discussion with Chantal Snakers to discuss with her the possibility of opening up a national group in South Africa. Well, shortly after that, the process for rebranding and renaming IUMA was started. And in 2017, we joined IUMA or IMA as a national group in South Africa. Yeah. 
So very interesting. Uh, as per what you said, I really perceive and I really think that uh, it has been a journey, right? And you live this, uh, this journey as well as, as uh, the association. So it is very interesting. And uh, I, I, I noticed that you mentioned an event in which you um, were speaking at that time. Uh, can you please share with us uh, a big uh, event that is gonna be organized in South Africa next year? Because I know Know that you are uh, organizing and you are coordinating right uh, all the activities uh, to plan uh, this amazing event that I may is going to have uh, next year in 2023 in South Africa. Can you please share a little bit of details uh, with me and with the audience? Indeed, um, Marco. As I said, uh, the historical launch of IMA South Africa as the first national group outside of Europe paved the way for us to also consider putting in a bid to host an international conference of IMA. So in 2018, together with my national team, we submitted a bid and we were, we were then quite lucky to, to have been allocated the slot to host the international conference in South Africa. Despite the, the pandemic and the current global events, we remain hopeful that this conference will indeed realizing 2023. The IMA conference in South Africa should be seen as probably the most historical moment in the history of IMA. Against the backdrop of a newly adopted strategy and focused approach on the renewal and growth of IMA, the conference should also serve as a platform to highlight our network as a truly international network across borders, cultures, and inclusion of the diverse people. Cape Town will play the host uh, for this historical, from a historical point of view, will play the host to, to this conference. And um, it is there where the settlers from various countries in Europe arrive to start a new life and build a new nation in the shadow of Table Mountain in 1652. I want to call on all members to use this opportunity in the company of your IMA network to visit Africa and tick off that travel item on your bucket list. Yeah, definitely. Thanks a lot, uh, Corey, for uh, sharing uh, all these details. I will be attending to this uh, amazing International Training Day because, as you said, this will be very international. So it will be in South Africa. It will be uh, calling all the IMA members uh, across Europe and across the other regions. And definitely it will be an amazing opportunity to connect, to network, and to show the power of the network, right? So let's share our first hashtag from this episode, IMA is your network, and uh, the power of the network is very uh, important. So definitely, I'm so thrilled uh, thinking about, uh, you know, this amazing event, and uh, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit of uh, uh, details because, yeah, I wanted to get uh, an insight also from you uh, because you are behind the scenes, right? So you are managing all the details. So thanks a lot for sharing this. Let's go ahead because I have another question for you. 
And uh, we spoke about the topic and the theme uh, of the International Training Day. And I would like also to ask you your insight about diversity and inclusion, because uh, we know that uh, we have uh, uh, the culture right now of the diversity and inclusion, right? Uh, companies, industries uh, are showing uh, this uh, this value because and this culture because it is very uh, important and it is felt as important. So I would like to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts and what are your opinions uh, living in South Africa um, about diversity and inclusion? Uh, what do you think about that? Marco, the topic of diversity and inclusion have always been close to my heart as management assistant, but also as an individual. Often referred to as the rainbow nation, South Africa in itself is probably one of a few countries in the world where diversity is best portrayed. With a population of around 58 million people, with 11 official languages, and including from the poorest communities to the most affluent, where part of the society even after the dawn of democracy, have yet to experience a better tomorrow. I must add that despite our differences and many challenges, we as South Africans have been able to survive, although still many changes in society and in political spectrum needs to happen. Thanks a lot for sharing. I mean, I really love uh, uh, the details that you shared, uh, also about the rainbow nation, right? So uh, in South Africa is composed by many, many, many different people with many, many, many different backgrounds and uh, origins. So definitely it's very interesting uh, to understand uh, how this topic uh, is, very, uh, is really portrayed, as you said, right, in South Africa, and how this uh, has been developed during the history, because we, we know that South Africa has a special history, a particular history, and definitely having your insight on that brings an added value to all of us. So thanks a lot for sharing this. And another topic that is connected to this, in my opinion, is also the theme of labeling, right? Labels. We try, as human beings, we tend to label and uh, we, tr we tend to label what is different. And I think that being a human being and being able to live uh, in a country like your wine, we should uh, embrace the change, right? We should not be labeled, but we should uh, uh, value the difference. We should embrace the change because definitely this uh, will enrich ourselves uh, as well. Do you agree? Absolutely, Marco. Just to give you one example. Yeah. Nelson Mandela once said that if you greet someone in his own language, you speak to that person's heart. As I previously said, in South Africa, there are 11 different languages. You will often find people that lives in one, one part of the country that cannot speak the language of another cultural group from another region. In the region where I live, I made it my point to learn a one of the other um, languages, which is called Sisutu. And one of McLean is the ladies that works in our office that is responsible to clean the office environment. We have connected so much just because of the fact that I am able to greet her and to speak to her in her own language. 
And my other colleagues often comment on the great interaction that I have with people of other color. And it's merely on, based on the fact that I am able to speak in their own language. So I can speak from firsthand experience. Yeah, thanks a lot, Corey, for, for sharing this with us. Uh, and I'm sure that this uh, will bring uh, an added value uh, to this podcast and as well uh, to the people that will be listening to our podcast as well. So let's go ahead with my next question, which is, uh, basing on your experience, how admin professionals can level up and manage up their career? Marco, once you step into the role as admin professional or executive assistant, we have to realize that the spotlight is on us to fill the shoes, not only as a partner, but also as a confidant, a professional problem solver, a conference organizer, a travel manager, and many other functions which forms part and parcel of the role. We have to realize and make it our business to continuously develop, develop and train as an integral part of our journey, which we often overlook and, and or fail to discuss with our executives. In my opinion, this is the essence of leveling up and managing our career. Yes, and uh, I totally agree. So we need to understand how to bring an added value to our managers, to our teams, to our business. And uh, so highlighting this uh, will definitely help us, you know, to make the difference and to level up and to elevate our role as well. So thanks a lot for sharing this. Let's go ahead with my next question, which is uh, what strategies can admin professionals use to exert their influence and make sure their ideas are heard? We have to realize and accept and acknowledge the fact that our role has transformed dramatically from a mere supporting role or function to a strategic one. Our executives lean on us not just for administrative assistance, but also for strategic input, for technical input and critical analysis. And this is because we see all of the aforementioned from a different perspective as management assistants. We are also expected to get involved with a variety of other things, such as project management, event planning, and internal communication, which is not always part and parcel of the role as the management assistants. Without a positive and willing mindset, chances are that we are up for failure. We have to learn to be more confident towards our superiors, willing to speak our mind and not always keep quiet, accept and then learn from our failures whilst we stay confident to always do better. We need to learn to trust our inner instinct and earn the trust from our superiors and from our colleagues, which we often tend to forget comes over time and not instantly. We have to have an open mindset and willing to learn new things every day. The value of networking is also often overlooked, whilst we tend to be hesitant to actively get involved within yeah, yeah. our networks. 
Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. And uh, so I love your, your answer. And I wanted to highlight a couple of things in order to, you know, remark this also and to help our audience to focus on these important things. So we spoke about influence. We spoke about being strategic. And we spoke about the change that the role is, is having, actually, in um, the pandemic was a booster, right? Because we saw this changing before the pandemic and now more than ever, admin professional needs to be strategic and to change, to, to make a transition, right? From a, a transactional role to a strategic one. So definitely uh, a lot of skills that we need in order to be heard, in order to make the difference, right? You mentioned project management skills, you mentioned uh, leadership skills. And uh, here the focus, uh, we are leader. Do you agree? We sometimes can be leader because leadership is not a matter of power, but leadership is a matter of influence. So we being able to share an advice, an insight, and being able to be experts, right? We can have an, an influence and we can be leader in what we do. Do you agree? Exactly. Exactly. And I may add, Starting in your network, that is where you become a leader. You need to, when you join a network, you need to be actively participating and get involved because that then overspills into your day-to-day -day administrative job. Yeah, definitely. And this is the spirit, right, of the association. Each one should bring something to the table in order to receive something back. And this is, I mean, this is amazing. And this is also what IMA is all about. So definitely, thanks a lot for sharing this. And I'm sure that our audience will be able to treasure also all these details that we share together. So let's go ahead. And I want to make my last question to you. What were your lessons learned in this journey that you would like to share with all of us? Marco, there are a couple of lessons that I've learned. One of the things that I've learned in my 44 years as um, assistant or within the administrative profession is never to give up and always stay true to yourselves. We have to acknowledge and be aware of the cultural differences within yeah. our community of management assistants. I have also learned many things in my career, but one of the lessons that I'm often reminded of is my ability of me as a human being yeah. to succeed in any task as long as I apply a positive mindset. Yeah, Lee, I totally agree with you. And uh, we need to stay true to ourselves. We need to be ourselves. And uh, I would say also that we need to bet on ourselves, right? Because uh, we know our values uh, and uh, our values are the thing that make us us, right? So definitely, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, I would like also to ask you a little small question. Do you have a quote uh, that you would like to share? Do you have uh, something in, in, uh, in your mind that uh, can uh, inspire you and that you would like to share with our audience as well? Absolutely. Um, I have actually two quotes that I would like to share with our audience. The first quote that I would like to share is a quote that Nelson Mandela once said, and this is truly from Africa. He once said, as we let our own light shine, we permit others to do the same. And that is indeed what INA and the network is about. 
The final quote that I want to, to um, give to you is a quote that from the book by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now. And he says in that book, you are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing these quotes. Uh, they are very inspiring. And uh, I also have my personal quote that I already shared uh, with uh, during uh, um, the previous podcast that I share. But uh, I really feel that uh, I can share it also with you in order to, you know, close the circle. And uh, my quote is, people who are able to shine from within do not need a spotlight. And definitely this shows how we can be empowered and how we need to trust ourselves, right? In order to being empowered and in order to be ourselves. So the light is the shine. And our why, thinking about our why, thinking about the purpose that we have, will enable us to shine and to find the scope in what we do. And this will make the difference. I also think about that. And this is a thing that can be, can be compared and can, can be put together with your quotes in order to you know, close the circle and give to our audience a little bit of, of advice in order to elevate the role as much as possible you agree? Indeed, absolutely. So thanks a lot, Corey. So I would like to wrap up and I want to thank you for your time. I really will treasure this episode and I'm sure that our audience will do the same. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being my guest. And I cannot wait to see you again. Who knows? For sure, next year in Cape Town for the International Training Day, Mad Baby, we're going to meet sooner because who knows? People start traveling again. We see the new normal that is coming. So definitely, it may be that we will meet each other in a new event this year. Indeed. Looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Marco. Appreciate. Thanks a lot, Corey. Take care and have a nice day ahead. Bye. Thank you. Ciao, ciao.